You didn't answer my question. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast <laughs> where we talk about Yakuza,、mm-hmm. the video game series that we're playing. We're playing Yakuza 4.、Mm-hmm. Chapter something. So, chapter three. Three?、Mm. Chapter three? Is it. Part, part one? Part one? Part four, chapter one. No, it's a chap- chapter, chapter nine. It's a chapter. It's not. It's a, it's a third person, so chapter three. Is that how it works?、Mm. Yeah, sure. It's like a Mario game. It's fourth. You, you eight know, four. Yeah, like a three, three one. Yeah, we're on three one.、Mm. Which one's that? Is it underwater? Underwater, yeah. Great.、Mm. Everybody loves the underwater levels. <laughs> Fireball. No underwater levels here in、mm. Yakuza 4,、mm. where we have the first chapter of the third character to be introduced,、yeah. Tanimura.、Mm. Kamurocho Parasite is the chapter title.、Mm. In English, anyway. Is it the same in Japanese? Yeah. It's specific, though. Yeah. Not Parasite. You know, lice or what, what is it? Mite? Oh, okay. So it's、mm. like a specific type. Yeah. Right. But it's a, we, we say that para, when we want to say someone parasite, we specifically use the bug. Okay. So it'd be、mm. like if you were saying, oh, you're a leech or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that.、Okay. Yeah. Okay. In English.、Hmm. Let me check. So, first chapter of. Yeah, tick tick. Ah, okay. Mm. Um, mm. Hopefully, it doesn't cause paralysis. Or might.、Um, mm. First chapter of Tanimura, the third character we're introduced to. Yeah.、Um, we've previously been introduced to、uh, Akiyama and Saijima, and now Tanimura.、Mm. So, lots of new characters in Yakuza 4.、Mm. Um, so. Tanimura introduced by immediately, like in the police station, getting like scolded by mm. Suguichi. Suguichi.、Mm. And while, and as a great introduction to his character, like getting scolded or chewed out and is not paying attention at all. And mm. Because he's listening to horse racing on his <laughs> headphone.、Mm. Which kind of gives you the, the like, it's a great scene for setting up who he is in mm. general. Mm. Of just like, okay, what's the key information you need to know about him?、Mm. Like, he's a cop, okay?、Mm. 
but he's not popular with other cops mm. who think he's like dodgy in some way. Mm. And you know, then you add on the like horse racing stuff, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, cool, <laughs> right, okay. Mm. Um, so Tony Mura is a member of the community safety division, mm. um, which Sugiuchi mostly says that he's like shaking down criminals or getting basically like protection money. Mm. Acts, acting like a kind of like like cop yakuza. Mm. Yeah. Like the low level like mm. stealing money from Yakuza people and, and using his power to do that. Mm. But like real low level ones. Mm. Also really enjoying the scene how there's that poster in the background. <laughs> that just has in big letters in English drug crimes. <laughs> mm. Although, like, it looks it looks like really silly, um, like just background texture or something mm. that's like a joke. But also, Japanese police stations often have like really bizarre posters all over the place. Yeah, mm. I remember very distinctly there was all those. Um, in like the the Koban, like the yeah. little, little tiny police, yeah. not really a police station, but like a police box box, yeah, uh, things that they have around mm. in Japan. Mm. Where in in Osaka they had ones where they had these really distinctive like police posters, but they had like a Sengoku Basara guy <laughs> <laughs> in there from the Capcom video games. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? How does this tie together? Um, yeah, so like weird posters are not necessarily but, unrealistic. Caught to your eyes, though. Yeah, mm. that is a that's the purpose. Mm. Mm. So Sugiuchi does not like Tanimura, mm. and then immediately after getting out of that, mm. um, is caught by the chief, who also doesn't like him. <laughs> Um, and further criticizes him for playing Mahjong while he's out on patrol. Mm. <laughs> Which, like, two great scenes to set up exactly the, like, type of character that you're setting up here. Mm. This gambling, slightly dodgy police officer mm. uh, is getting caught up in I hope all this not stuff. real. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> And to just, like, push that point home as much Mm. as possible, the Mm. first mission that we have is find out who ratted you out to the police about Mahjong. Mm. Because the reason that the chief is talking about this is because somebody told the police about it. Mm. And it's somebody that lost a bunch of money to Tanimura playing Mahjong. Mm. (laughs) So we have to find and deal with the guy that mm. ratted it out to the police mm. that mm. went talk talking. Mm. So we have to find that guy as mm. our main mission, mm. um, which involves going to the Mahjong place. Mm. But nobody will talk until we, like, play a whole bunch of Mahjong. Yeah. Which... Um, we should... What was that? The prize? We have to get the We have like to give them, or, yeah, a couple of the plates silver or, plates or something yeah. like that, um, which you can win through getting a certain amount of money. Or you can mm. just buy 
Yeah. Mm. If you are not one Inter- to play mahjong. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I am. So I did. <laughs> mm. um, it's not... Yeah, Yakuza 4's mahjong is not the best one because they made some... I think the... Like... I think the most I played was in Judgment, I think. Mm. Like seven, Yakuza 6, Judgment, mm. like the Dragon Engine games mm. have probably the best Mahjong yet because they have a bit more translation and they have the the intense music once you do... Uh, <laughs> that reach? The reach. Mm. Once you have one away, mm. then it has like really intense music as it goes around and then mm. you get the Ron or the mm. whatever. Um, Mahjong's still extremely fun even in Yakuza 4 mm. so I'm happy to play more of it mm. um, although I know a lot of Yakuza fans don't like Mahjong because they don't know how to play it they should learn yeah there's a rule book rule yeah book but if you don't have a, a idea of how to do it to start with the even the tips they give are kind of like like they give tips of how to play Shogi as well but I still don't know how to do that mm. Lots of older Japanese people play mahjong mm. p- to prevent the uh, dementia. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's called Niko Niko Mahjong. Mm. So no gambling. It's yeah. not gambling, just purely for the brain, like a Sudoku or something mm. like that. And then socialize the place anyway. Yeah. I mean, mm. it's 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 just basically a card game. You just need to know how to make your hand. It's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making a yeah, hand. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But it's it's a bit more restrictive and it's not like poker where you can get, you know, I oh, got two of a kind. No, you have to make a full yeah. a full hand yeah. to win. Mm. Um so we end up playing a bunch of mahjong mm. and not spending tons of time doing it, like mm. I don't know, I spent several days doing it last time we, we when we played through judgment the first time. Mm-hmm. Um and eventually find the guy that ratted us out, mm. who turns out to be a uh, a repeating character from the previous Yakuza games, mm. the Mr. Try and Hit Me guy, who stands in the parking lot in oh. Kamurocho <laughs> and <laughs> dodges out of the way of your attacks constantly. Mm. <laughs> and the, the reason that he was trying to... Because it was a new guy playing... Yeah. That's that was the thing of mm. how we figured out who it was. Mm. Partially was there was this new guy at the mahjong table because all the other guys playing there knew better than they're not mm. going to go to the police about it. Mm. Um so it was some new guy that didn't really understand or was you know mm-hmm. really upset about losing mm. some money. Mm. Yeah. Turns out it's Mr. Try and hit me. Mm. Um, and one of the reasons he needs the money is because he's got that business of like where he can dodge out of the way of people's, you know, trying to punch him. Mm. And he, you know, people pay money and he will like, it's like a gambling thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but he's complaining because like my business is destroyed because every year this big guy <laughs> in a gray suit comes <laughs> and fights me every year. Um, so we get a bit more of Tanimura at this time Mm. like a bit of uh, side stuff here Mm. 
And one of the interesting things with Tanimura is that he has the police scanner, mm. which is like a unique thing for him, like a side thing, where as you're walking around in Kamurocho, you can get stuff on the police scanner. Yeah, because you can hear the headphone chime. Yeah, not just listening to horse racing. Mm. <laughs> um, so it's like... These tiny, they're not really like side mission level. They're mm. like a little small activity of like, oh, there's something happening over here. And mm. if you run over and do it, then you can get like a small reward. Mm. Or if you're too late, then the other police get in and do it. What sort of reward do you get? I can't recall exactly. Mm. Yeah, little extra bits and pieces. Or like, you know, the bunchang or a kind of like a mm. stuff. Yeah. Rather than money? I think you actually do get money. Oh. Um, but yeah, just an extra thing that adds a bit mm. of flavor to Tanimura when you're walking around and you'll mm. hear like, oh, there's a fight happening over there. So, Sabu story? No, it's like a extra mm. bit. Mm-hmm. So he has side stories on his own. Mm. It might be a little bit more close to... Hmm. Fighting? No, it, it's it's more like somewhere in between those two. Like it's not, mm. it's probably not even quite as involved as like the secret assassins in Yakuza Three or something. Like it's a like extra little bit. Mm. Yeah, so I think it actually does lead mm. to something as you do more of them. Mm. Like as you get all of them, mm. but it's it's kind of just like a ex- at this point mm. they're starting out as mm. pretty small stuff of like oh there's a guy fighting over here or mm. there's someone over there you have to talk to, so mm. it's like really mini, tiny mission sub story. Right. It's probably actually similar to like some of those really if you remember back in Yakuza Three mm. where they had some of the sub stories where it's just like two sentences in a fight. Mm. It's kind of more that level because mm. they they the, the sub stories in 4 are a little bit more involved than some of those. Mm. Like th- there was those really tiny sub stories in 3 which were so it's close of that. Mm. Uh and we get a bit of a taste of uh Tanimura's fighting style. Mm. Which is like a really based on counters. Mm. So based on counter yeah, so parries and counters, and so his block mm. will, like, if you time it right, it has a counter element too. So mm. he'll, like, grab the guy and, like, flip him or, like, do some kind of counter attack mm. to it. It's a lot. I think it, Tanimura's fighting style kind of evolved into what would eventually become the fourth, or the which is third style in. Lost Judgment, the second judgment game, mm. where you've got the snake style, which mm. is similarly like lots of counter attack based, lots of like using their mm. attacks against them type mm. stuff. Mm. So this is the first one here. So mm. Tanimura has a little bit, little bit less health, but oh. he's more like counter attack based. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got... A, a bit more, like I think that they've done a good job so far in the different styles mm. of characters in 
Yeah, it's a four. Mm. Because we're still like the other thing to remember is that this is like the first time we're getting stuff apart from Kiryu because mm. Zero came much later. Mm. So they've done a really good job of making each character have a really unique fighting style. Mm. Like Akiyama had the really fast stuff. Saijima had the like charge attacks where you have to hold in the button a lot more often mm. to charge in. And then uh, Tanimura has the two unique things, which is the, the counter-attack basis. Mm. And then he has the arrest <laughs> yeah. um, heat action. Hanukkah, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's immediately the uh, um, defeat the uh, enemy. Yeah. Mm. It's a little bit... Even full health. Yeah. Mm. So if you get them in a position where you can use the handcuffs on, mm. um, that heat action knocks them out completely because mm-hmm. um, they're, they're arrested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm. Um, but it's a quite before you upgrade it mm. it has quite a like challenging well not challenging but it's like you have to it's a tight window to mm. hit the the right heat action moves for mm. it mm. I think that's the other thing that I quite enjoy about Yakuza 4 is that it's all of the progression is so much faster Mm-hmm. So Tanimura, for example, like already in one chapter, mm. you level up a bunch and then can pick out like the the parts that are really interesting about his fighting style pretty early mm. and get like some high level upgrades early because you, mm. you're leveling up fast because you're only spending four chapters with each of these characters. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to like not get everything for them. There's still stuff mm. left for premium adventure or whatever, mm. but get enough that it feels like a really quick mm. leveling up. Mm. Like it's just a speedy, like small thing. Mm. You know, I I think they, it's a shame that they don't, they didn't do that for things like, if you remember the, in, it was a, Kiwami 2 where they had the Majima story mm. stuff mm. but he didn't have any leveling at all wow you didn't level him up he was just like full and then you just played the story mm. like yeah you know, I guess that was like one well there was a couple of chapters like one big chapter I can't even remember mm. I think it was but it was a short like short story probably maybe less than one character in Yakuza 4. Mm. But it would have been cool to have the same type of thing there where you mm. can feel like, yeah, I'm making this, the progression is super fast, mm. but I still feel like, oh, yeah, I'm upgrading these parts. And, like, it's a was a bit unsatisfying to have nothing. Mm. And just like, well, you you feel like you're wasting your time fighting guys on the street. You mm. just get money from everything and then you can transfer it back to Kiryu. Mm. Um, yeah, because for each character is a full character mm. and they have, you know, most of, like, compared to Kiryu in 3 or something like that, mm. like a comparable mm. move set and mm. heat moves and, and all the rest of it, unique abilities. Mm. So they're pretty similar, but the leveling is, like, a quarter, mm. uh, you know, 
you can level in one fourth of the time. Mm, so it's slow. So it's so it's real fast. Oh. You can level it's you know, you down to a quarter of the game with each character. They oh, have so, the same so the, they yeah, have the yeah. same amount of moves and stuff, but you can level four times faster basically. Yeah. Mm. That's what it feels like. Mm. So you're like every couple of fights, every major fight, mm. you're improving more in that. Mm. Which I think is pretty that is really satisfying. Mm. To feel like you got an idea mm. of them and by the time you get to the end of those four chapters, like, oh yeah, I got like some of the big stuff, I might have like one or two things left over that I really want to try and get and like maybe a bunch of like two, hmm. two not star, but like two soul orb abilities hmm. left and maybe some heat actions I can unlock from other, you know, things down there. Hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of, that. yeah, Tony Mura's fighting style I think is really cool right. with all the counter stuff mm. like it's um, you know against normal guys on the street it's ridiculously overpowered because you can just counter everything yeah because i can't tell because i'm just watching yeah <laughs> how it feels you can know, just <laughs> get an idea of how it looks oh, mm. it's just oh <laughs> <laughs> mm. so we've got uh, some sense of tanimura like that part of his personality so far mm. but then we head over to Zhao's place mm. which involves going through Chinatown yeah. so that's the other part is with Saijima he could go through all of the underground stuff mm. that was kind of his unique area mm. um, because he can is strong enough to lift up the um, you know the openings the manhole covers yeah yeah and Saijima's but thing the, is all the underground yeah. stuff but he can speak Je- um, Chinese, so he can go to the uh, Chinese area. Yeah, so mm. Tony Mora can go through the Chinatown yeah. area. Yeah, um, because he's a multilingual, can speak Chinese. Mm. Um, got a really good scene when we head going through the alleys, and then you'd like like seamlessly go through the alley, and then turn a corner, and you're going through yeah. the kitchen, and then yeah. like out the back door and through mm. this other, like, this weaving through this, mm. like, network mm. to get in. Mm. Spend some time shaking down a club mm. owner mm. in there mm. uh, who's complaining about how much Tony is wanting. <laughs> and Tony Mura is looking for a certain person in there. Mm. At the club, when he's talking to the club owner, he's looking for somebody too, mm. which is Lily or Yasuko, mm. Saijima's sister. Mm. So already having the ties in there. Mm. That's kind of the other interesting thing about Tanimura is that we're being introduced to a new character. I mean, we saw him like very briefly in one scene previously mm. at the end of Akiyama stuff. Hmm. We're being, this is a new character we're being introduced to who's coming in in the middle of the story. Hmm. So we've got already so much, you know, complicated stuff going here, there and everywhere. Hmm. Um, and it's good we don't, like, we have a more of, like, getting a feel for Tony Mura without bogging it down with, like, 
it doesn't feel like we're starting over again. It feels like we're like right back into the main stuff mm. in this chapter. Mm. So we head into Zhao's place where everybody there is speaking Chinese. Mm. And there's this stuff in there about like where Zhao is looking after like immigrants' families. Illegal, kind of. Yeah, like a. Mm, overstayed. Yeah, and there's this like, like illegal immigrant, immigrant, mm. uh, you know, protection stuff that's mm. going on here. Mm. And that's um, the other half of Tony Murad's personality. Like mm. when he's going, gets into like the main part of this area, mm. suddenly you have a completely different reaction to him mm. where everybody's like, ah, it's, you know, like Masa, yeah, and you know, people are waving from the windows, and all the kids are coming over and, mm. and talking to him in Chinese, and like, it's a totally different thing. Mm. He's more of like the like folk hero yeah. character in mm. here, mm. um, and we get like the other half of his personality because mm. he's taking all that money that he was like getting, taking the money that he got from the shakedown just before, mm. but he's giving that straight into to Zhao, Zhao to mm. help the people there. Yeah. You know, and there's some the story about like a the Korean guy who got deported back but the family is being looked after yeah. like as part of the this community as well. Yeah. I'm not sure you can do it now though cuz uh, mm. my number system yeah these days you uh, it's connect to the everything like a Medicare. If you want to Medicare, you have to con- like connect to the uh, my num. You have to yeah. provide my number or something. I'm quite not. I'm not quite sure, but if you want to get the driver's license or everything, you have to provide my number. Mm. Oh, it's so bizarre system. Or well, I suppose that kind of would have the the worry you would have with that is that it just drives everything further underground mm-hmm. where because if you don't have people connected to the normal like medical system or the mm. all this kind of stuff then it goes further off the books and further underground and you have like dodgy nemoto clinic blackjack um and then some chatting about the to- Tojo Ueno situation. Mm. And it turns out Tanimura is like deeply connected with the whole thing. Mm. Um, Tanimura's father was a cop as well mm. and was investigating the Ueno Sewa mm. after the 1985 Atta- hit, yeah, the yeah. Saijima mm. attack. Mm. But after that, he was murdered. Mm. It, and he was involved when he was investigating this whole thing, he mm. was murdered. Mm. And we don't know who and that's basically what Tanimura is like trying to find out that's his main motivation mm, he's mm. trying to find out the truth of what happened to his father Hello. what mm. happened with the whole you know in 1985 with yeah. the Reno what the deal is mm. and that's why he's looking for Yasuko mm. uh, because the last note and his father's like investigation notebook was uh, meet with Lily, mm. meet with Yasuko. Mm. So 
that's the direct connection. That's yeah. why he's searching for her. Yeah. So we get a call from the another people connected to uh, Zhao and all this, which is some people at the Korean massage hmm. called Midori. Yeah. Because Yasuko is there. Yeah. So, so Midori is a... What the Korean, Korean massage. massage. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tanimura heads over there mm. and we see Yasuko there. Mm. Uh, and he only gets to talk to her very briefly and like show her the picture and like, oh, you haven't changed much in, you know, 25 years. Mm. Some people don't change. Mm. Um, and immediately interrupted by Shibata goons. Mm. Uh who kidnap her like instantly? Mm. Something like they teleport behind her, like, <laughs> yeah. and she's gone like enterprise. Job. Yeah, just vanished mm-hmm. immediately. Mm. Um, beat those guys up and like the guys are really bad at like hiding anything. Mm-hmm. Like he's beating these guys up and like, where did you take her? And they're like, I'm not going to tell you that. Anyway, she's at the docks. <laughs> It's really dumb. Hmm. Um, so head to the docks hmm. to try and get her back. Hmm. Um, fighting begins immediately hmm. upon entering the docks because hmm. this is basically the the uh, chapter's dungeon here. Hmm. Um, and pretty good too, like. Again, Tony Mirror's fighting style is really good. Upgrading the arrest mm. uh, heat action stuff is kind of fun because you can just constantly yell at the TV, you're under arrest. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you're under arrest. <laughs> uh, which is entertaining mm. in itself. Mm. Um, and the whole thing is like tons of like... It, it At one point feels like it's going on a bit too long because there's tons of traps in the area yeah, and tons of like people trying to push stuff on top of you mm. and they kind of repeat after a while. And it's like, mm. this guy's trying to push barrels on me again, but I pressed triangle last time. I'm going to be able to press triangle this time too. Mm. Um, but I really enjoyed the whole thing. Mm. But it's Dodging quite, trucks. Yeah, but it's quite fast, isn't it? Like a, yeah. Mm. Dodging trucks, uh, mm. you know, there's a part where there's oil everywhere. Yeah. You're slipping over, yeah. Um, explosions, etc. Yeah, push the uh, wood. Yeah, pile of woods pile from of woods above. Then. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the like climactic scene of the chapter mm. with Shibata himself there. Shibata. Yeah, and the bigger surprise. Mm. Is he's got Yasuko there? Yeah, but also that he is with Arai. Yeah, been a while. <laughs> yeah, and we get some like Arai is way more involved in tons of stuff. Mm. Like we get like this is like a, a triple double double cross in mm. this scene because mm. already we like oh Arai is being chased by the Shibata thing. That's the mm. whole the whole thing. Like. Mm. We like Arai has been like in 
five different positions at this point. Mm. You're like, oh, he shot the Ueno guy. Why would he do that? Mm. And now he's being, he's being, you know, the Ueno are chasing after him and the Shibata are trying to find him. Mm. And, you know, they're going to trade him for Majimo or whatever. Mm. So we already had that, like, mm. 90 degree angle on Arai where mm. we thought like who is this good guy but then why did he shoot that guy mm. and now we have a, another one where like oh he's actually with Shibata mm. even though they were the ones trying to kill him and, and hunting people down and that whole thing mm. so he's taking orders from Shibata and both of them are hiding information from Daigo it's like a conspiracy against Daigo as well mm. with Katsuragi of the Ueno. Uenos. Mm. Mm. Um, and it's like kind of the stuff they talked about before with the like Ueno and uh, Tojo, like members of each conspiring together. Mm. So U- Ueno Seiwa? Mm. Where does Shibata belong to? Tojo. Tojo. Mm. So they want to get it of Daigo. That's like every story of like <laughs> getting rid of Daigo, I feel like is mm. every story from Yakuza 3 onwards. Once Daigo is in charge, every story is like about people in Tojo conspiring mm. against Daigo. Because too young. Yeah. So he he is. They want to get it of Daigo. Well, I don't know if that... I think it's more... It's not quite that extreme yet. It's more like uh, it's a tool for each of them to get higher in their own organizations. Mm. Like if Shabata can solve this problem, then he can, you know, raise his profile in the Tojo clan and become more powerful there. Mm. That kind of thing. Like it's not quite as extreme as like taking the whole thing over just yet. I'm sure we'll get to that, mm. guaranteed. Mm. This is still a Yakuza game where, <laughs> like, why do we think Kiryu is going to get involved at the end of it? Probably because somebody's trying to, you know, assassinate Daigo or something. Mm. You know, mm. Daigo will be in a helicopter at the end or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... It's a conspiracy between Shibata and Katsuragi, and Arai is involved as well mm. in there. Mm. So, um, Arai is a Tojo clan, no? Yeah. The kan- Kanemura Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. So, Shibata is going to meet with Katsuragi and organize a, tr- a truce between the Ueno and Tojo. Mm-hmm. Ueno Sewa and Tojo. Yeah. For those at home, Akeo is like trying to figure this out with her (laughs) counting on her fingers. Mm. Um, Yeah, going to make a truce. I love that they say they're going to make this truce at Cafe Alps, though. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically, they specifically, they didn't say somewhere in Kamurocho, but they specifically Mm. say Cafe Alps. Alps. Mm. And it's like, that seems like a terrible place to make a truce. It's <laughs> super, super public. You can't mm. discuss things in there. Mm. Everybody will see you doing this. Mm. Um, so 
that's what they're talking about. But also they have Yasko. Yes. Who has been targeting Shibata's men. This is like the... She's behind this string of murders in Kamurocho where she's been targeting Shibata's Shibata men. Home. yeah. Not so sure how Kanemura fits into that one, though. Because mm. Kanemura got killed, we assume, by Yasko. Mm. The other people were Shibata. Shibata. Like the, the guy in the bar. Mm. I'm not sure we had many other people in that, but it's implied more murders behind there. Mm. She says some interesting stuff here, mm. though, where she's he's like kind of leering over her and talking about, you know, we're going to find out what this was all about. Mm. But she says she had no choice mm. and that some stuff about, you know, how she would raise a certain amount of money as mm. well. Mm. So I'm not sure what... What's going on? There's more to that. It's mm. not like a re- necessarily just a plain revenge thing or anything. Mm. Yasuko has way more going on mm. that we don't know about. Mm. And then Arai offers to kill her. Mm. Like, we should get rid of her. We should kill her. Mm. I'll do it. Mm. And, like, you know, like a very, like, rushed yeah. way. Mm. Like, he's trying to shut down mm. this whole. Like, we have to, like, move on and not talk about this. Mm. Especially after she starts saying those things as well. Mm. So, like, he has some idea of what she could be talking about or Mm. has some, like, wants to avoid Mm. having any further conversation about Mm. her. But then instead, Shibata decides to become super creepy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and becomes a gross, creepy raper guy. Mm. Gross. Thankfully, Arai immediately shoots him. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get the double, double cross mm. um, where Arai is actually not working with Shibata at all. Mm. Um. He's working with Katsuragi. Yeah. And Katsuragi doesn't have any use for Shibata anymore. Mm. You've outlived your purpose. Mm. And this was all part of the plan. Mm. But he also says that we mm. still need her. Mm. Yasko. So, mm. yeah. So, it was, it was never going to kill Yasko. He's mm. just kind of like, like, yeah, I'll take her and kill her up in the mountains. Don't mm. worry about it. Mm. Shut up. Mm. But then Arai was being... Uh, Shibata was being too creepy. <laughs> um, so Arai has been working with Katsuragi, quote, from the beginning. Mm. Not sure how far the beginning goes back. Mm. With other collaborators as mm. well. Mm. So it's not just those two, it's other mysterious people as well mm. are also involved in some kind of mysterious conspiracy behind mm. the scenes. Do you think more people turn up? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Well, I mean, we've got... More other family, other clan? Maybe. Mm. We have four characters. Mm. You would assume four final boss fights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so there needs to be at least four involved people. Mm. And Shibata is now dead, so it's not going to be him. Mm. 
Uh, I don't think we're going to punch Yasko on top of a building. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, so Arai is secretly working with Katsuragi Katsuragi of the Uenosewa from the beginning with other secret collaborators that still need Mm. Yasko for something. So Mm. whether she's being manipulated by this group or Mm. there's some other issue she has separate Mm. we still are unknown but Mm. we still have her because Mm. after as arai is about to finish uh shibata off Mm. tanimura bursts in Mm. to stop him Mm. because shibata was talking about all his involvement with the you know the hit from 85 Mm. and that he was organized that with Katsuragi and mm. all this stuff. Mm. So, of course, Tanimura wants to know what the whole story was. Mm. Um, yeah. Araya escapes. Initially, I thought with Yasuko, but she, he left her behind. Mm. Um, and Tanimura tries to get the truth from Shibata, but mm. he, of course, dies because he got shot like four mm. times. Mm. Um, so, we get nothing from Shibata, mm. but... Now Tanimura has Yasuko. rescued Yasuko. Mm. So we have that. So, so hopefully that can lead to some solution. Yeah. All goes back to mm. Katsuragi. Still Labyrinth? Hmm? Still Labyrinth? Is it Maze? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think it's, well, they're cutting bits off. Mm. <laughs> we don't have to worry about Shibata anymore, but like... Mm. But Although, still, Arai is a mystery man. Yeah. Mm. Like, I have to wonder at this point, though, because, like, the... Yeah, that's the weird part, though, isn't it? Because, like, mm. if Arai was working with Katsuragi in the first place, mm. like, like that makes sense for what? Because this whole, like, war, well, conflict between Uenosewa and the Tojo clan was started because of Arai's actions when he shot the Ueno guy in the very first first part. Was it? <laughs> well, not the like not the old like nineteen eighty five, but the current situation oh, oh, yeah. where, you know, that led to Shibata cutting off his finger, you know, who, he talks who did he shoot? The guys, in, guy? the guys in the bar. Okay. The there bar. was the guys in the bar that, that they chased them out, you mm. know, with Akiyama. He beats mm. them up and chases them out. And then when he comes to the, you know, the back behind Sky Finance, the guy has been shot in the head and Arai leaves. Oh, certainly. Yeah. So that's what started the whole thing. So mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. That Arai, because it didn't make, at the time it was like, why, Arai is not the type of person to do that. Yeah. And... This kind of destroys everything that he's been trying to build. Mm. But it was because it was intentional to mm. try and create this fake conflict mm. and to which allowed, you know, Katsuragi to, you know, get way more power from, you know, way more powerful position. Mm. You know, compared to the Tojo clan, mm. where it went into the headquarters and, mm. you know, they 
staged like she about to cut off his finger but that was all staged mm. like he was doing that too because it was worth it for him to you know get way up in the tojo clan and mm. girl's power mm. then he got shot afterwards so mm. sucks to be him mm. but i'm not sh- like i wonder where it goes from here though because it feels like katsuragi if he was doing something with the tojo clan mm. He's kind of cut off all of his connections now because mm. Arai is still being hunted because of the like whole thing. Mm. So he can't really do anything in there. Mm. Whether there was some connection with Kanemura, but he's dead now because mm. of Yasuko. Mm. And now Shibata is dead. Mm. So Katsuragi doesn't have any like maybe has other collaborators in there i don't know mm. it seems a bit odd to cut off all the connections the in inside men but maybe yeah. that's he has bigger plans than that mm. so who knows what's happening at this point we have more information <laughs> but less clue of what's actually going on yeah that's the the kind of position we're at at the moment isn't it mm. I want them to keep simple. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Yeah, I don't know that the Yakuza series is where you go for simple storylines, especially some of these ones. Like later ones, it's like a million conspiracies piled up on top of each other. Mm. We still haven't got the the cork board and the pins with the red string going (laughs) between them. You have to pull them all down and put them all up again. Mm. That could be fun because at the end we can like pull all them off and like put them in a shoebox and slide them into the archives. <laughs> like at the end of a season of The Wire. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for this chapter, mm. the first chapter of Tanimura. I mm. like him a lot. Mm. I think he's he slotted in really smoothly Mm. i thought the chapter was like a good length it was chunky but not like because some of these chapters have been like pathetically short to be honest like some of saijima's chapters like Mm. that that second one Mm. like yeah fighting kiryu on the beach is pretty awesome (laughs) but also the chapter is like 20 minutes long Mm. so like it's a bit odd yeah Yeah. this was much more like a a decent good length quick introduction mm. and like really thematic introduction of like all the stuff in the the you know that whole first part from the police station to Zhao's mm. like you have that whole section which is like introducing the character really like I think really expertly mm. of mm. like here's what you need to know about him in this way his mm. relationship with the police the other police officers what they think about him Mm. His relationship with people in Kamarocho, mm. how they have attitudes towards him, mm. and his involvement in the immigrant community. Like, you get all the bits of, like, him and his relationship with everybody really, like, mm-hmm. smoothly and shown rather than just told, mm. which, mm. I, like, is really good, mm. that stuff. Mm. He's fun to play. And then you have the second half of the chapter, which is all, like, directly into the main story and hitting some like really big stuff Mm. that ties into 
all the other chapters we've had so far mm. really quickly like we're right into it mm. you know we've got Arai we've got Yasuko we've got mm. like all this stuff like mm. good chapter mm. <laughs> they're still confused <laughs> <laughs> I think that will probably get better and then get worse because <laughs> mm. as soon as we understand the the, the challenge is that as soon as we understand one of the conspiracies actually it turns out to be fake anyway so now we've got a different conspiracy that we're not sure about <laughs> mm. Mm. so it's like oh i understand what this guy is doing now this makes sense cool oh he's dead and a different guy is taken over <laughs> and it's totally separate mm. 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 yeah <laughs> less people i i, I appreciate mm. um, less people yeah. But new guy pop up, new unknown guy pop up. Yeah. That Arai mentioned. Yeah, the the mystery, the mystery collaborators. Collaborators. Yeah, so there'll be more stuff happening. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, yeah. that's it for this episode mm. of Real Gaga Talk. Hey. Mm. If you'd like to send an email, questions. Mm. Mm. Rugopodcast at gmail.com. Hey. Ruga Talk on Twitter. Mm. Until next time, mm. remember mm. Kiryu never, never killed, killed anyone. anyone. Bye. Bye.